Hello and welcome to the Onside Kick Family Hour. I'm your host, Ryan Van Biver. With me, as always, man, myth, legend, Stephen White. How are you doing today, Stephen? I'm doing awesome. How about you? Um, you know, I'm doing okay. We were supposed to have a special guest today, and hopefully um, we had even said that we would welcome this special guest for a very special, very early 7 a.m. Po- well, 7 a.m. <laughs> Central Time podcast. But unfortunately, Mr. Drew Brees uh, had to cancel, but hopefully we're going to get him back on the program um, next month, he's, his, his agent PR folks said that they, they can get him out of camp for a little bit one of those days. So hopefully we'll get him back on the program and we can talk some football with Drew Brees. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it, man. I kind of bummed today, but there's a little bit of the talk. Uh, for us to to focus on today, it's yeah. a pretty big day in the NFL. As a matter of fact, it is. It's a deadline day. It's it's a good day for Friday news dumping with the old <laughs> franchise tags coming out here. So, oh yeah, I I guess I mean where to start? I mean I know we talked a little bit about Kirk Cousins on the last episode, but uh, the big one seems to be the hanging Chad, and all this seems to be Von Miller and the Broncos in the, the final ugly phase of public negotiations here. Yeah. Uh, so last night I'm on Twitter and uh, mind my own business. Uh, and I see this report that all of a sudden the Broncos have upped their offer and now they're going to guarantee $70 million, right? Yeah. Which, to me, I'm like, okay, that's a little bit odd that anything's getting leaked the day before uh, uh, the deadline that doesn't have the words agreed to in principle at the end of it. Yeah. Right? Like, if you're going to leak, use this because it's, it's pretty much a done deal and it's agreed to in principle. They got to work out a few, you know, uh, uh, dot some, some I's and cross some T's. But other than that, it's pretty much a done deal. But that really wasn't the case here. No. Right? Like, if you, if you read very carefully, you can pretty much surmise that, that this information is coming from a team source. Mm-hmm. And so that actually makes me a little bit more nervous that the deal won't get done because it's, it just it seems a little bit shady to me. It does. Right? It, it, I remember last year, some of those deals kind of just popped up out of the blue, right? We, yeah. We, we were waiting on those deals, and then all of a sudden they were announced that they were done. Yeah. Uh, right at the uh, uh, right at the deadline, I, as I recall, some of them kind of came in. The news kind of came in about some of them. But this, like I read an article from one of the Denver beat writers, and like it, it's kind of a, it was kind of a straight uh, column, you know, straight down the middle, all the facts. But then it got to a point where it said. And there's no way that Von Miller is walking away from $70 million. And that's when I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Right? That you give away the game right there. What you're saying is, without us even knowing how these guarantees, and I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, exactly. but I'm using them. Without knowing how the $70 million, the $70 million in guarantees break down, there's no way to know uh, if this is actually a, a better contract or not, or a contract that is commiserate with, with, with his uh, uh, earning potential. So now, if Von Miller walks away, I guarantee you the average fan is going to go off. How can you walk away from seventy million? Yeah. And no amount of uh, you know clarifications or well, hey, this isn't really what I was offered. It's too late. They got there first, right? <laughs> the Broncos got there first. They put their info. They put their info out there first, 
And to me, you only really do that if you're nervous about the deal not getting signed. Yeah. Because, again, there is no upside to leaking this unless you have those words agreed to in principle at the end of, of the statement. They're just I, I can't understand why anybody I can't understand why the agent would do it. I can't really understand why the team would do it either unless they're still nervous that he's not going to accept it. Yeah. Well, and throughout this process, and not just with Von Miller, I mean, you look at Denver's other free agent dealings this year. I mean, the the Broncos have really sort of like kept all – they've kept everything at arm's length in terms of like they're not just ready to, you know, just to, to kind of follow the standard operating procedure with, with – free agent their own free agents and what they pay those guys and, and what other team you know the way it gets done with other teams so the first thing i thought when i saw 70 million was like that must be that's got to be just for the injury guarantee or what you know how the 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 ins and outs of those nfl contracts like colin kaepernick had what i think he had like 75 million guaranteed but if you break it down <laughs> they could get out of it for like 10 million dollars right, or something right it's like that different. yeah and you know, and I saw another thing about the Broncos. I guess Elway was talking earlier this spring about how, you know, he would rather pay for performance than potential, which just doesn't quite make sense to me from an NFL contracts perspective because, I mean, that's kind of what a contract of that magnitude is. You're paying a guy for his potential. And Von Miller's a young enough guy that, you know, you still have the best five to six years of his career ahead of him. Oh, absolutely, and, and really, there's that isn't that isn't even an argument against giving him this money because his past performance has been pretty damn good. Too, it's been outstanding. Right? It's not like this guy was a one year wonder. We talked about this before. Uh, I, I think the only year that he didn't have double digit sacks is the year that he only played something like eight games or yeah. something. So, if you no matter how you slice it, Von Miller deserves to get paid. He's put in the work. Like you said, he's just coming into his prime, so he's only going to get better anyway. Yeah. And, and so there's no credible argument against paying this guy. The, really and truly, I don't understand why teams do this dumb shit anyway. Like, even if this gets signed, even if Vaughn signs for the $70 million yeah. today, what took you so fucking long to get to this number? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I knew you going to have to pay him sooner or later. So why start with the low ball when you're just going to cave, you know, on the day of the deadline? Anyway, what is he caving on? Von Miller doesn't have to cave on shit because he knows how good he is. That's right. And only somebody was talking about this today uh, about how there's only so many players that are ever even faced this situation because you have to be so damn good to ever get the franchise tag slapped on you. Yeah. Now, it's still... I disagree with the person who actually brought it up because he was saying that most players don't care about it. I think most players do care about the franchise tag because it depresses wages from the top. Yeah. Which is more the top wages go up. Usually it kind of brings up the lower wages too. Yeah. So, you know, everybody does care about the the franchise tag, but there's only so many guys that's ever going to face this situation. Mm -hmm. And so if you are a team, and you're saying, hey, man, you're so important to us that we need to slap this franchise tag on you, knowing how much that's going to eat up a salary cap for a year, yeah. knowing how much money that's going to pay, like in the top, what is, it, what is the average of the top three or the top five? Top five. Position, just stop fucking around. If you want the guy long term, 
go ahead and pay them. I, you know, I, like I said, we give Elway a lot of credit for building a Super Bowl team uh, in his first few seasons as a GM, yeah. and rightfully so. But now, in the aftermath of a Super Bowl, when you know your team is going to get picked over anyway, yeah. and you know you're going to have to pay some guys, he hasn't necessarily acquitted himself all that greatly in the aftermath of a Super Bowl. So, you know, really the best GMs, it's not about getting one Super Bowl. It's about building your team for the long haul. Yeah. Right now they got Mark slated to be their starting quarterback this year. <laughs> or Trevor Seaman. Right. I'm just going to have to say that, you know, after a great start, admittedly a great start, you know, it, it looks like things are getting a little bit more bumpy for John Elway <laughs> right now. And, and I'm just never going to forget the whole aftermath of the Osweiler situation and how he was acting like a jilted girlfriend. Yeah. Why we want people who want to be here. You were just about to pay the man almost as much as the Texans paid him. You know, so get out of here with that shit. Yeah. Well, and too, and and that's the same. And the quarterback thing even feeds into the Von Miller contract situation because it's like, listen, if you've got Paxton Lynch, first round pick, and you've got veterans that you can start this season, week one of this season to give him some time, you've got, you know, you're protected as a from a cap standpoint from that massive quarterback deal that you had for Peyton Manning or that you'll have if Paxton Lynch develops and turns out the way you expect him to, you know, that big contract that you'll have five years from now. So you've got five years to pay Von Miller, who's, I mean, in the conversation with J.J. Watt, to me, is the best defensive player in the NFL. I mean, if, if Justin Houston can make $63 million guaranteed, if Olivier Vernon can make, what, 60 or so that the that he's getting paid this season in free agency – then Von, that's the you don't even start lower than that with Von Miller, right? It, it just you just twiddling your thumbs, basically. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is, look, a couple years ago or whatever, when JJ Watt signed his contract, everybody was like, "Oh, he's making so much money." Oh, this, those. Oh. Just a couple years later, and it looks like a fucking bargain. Oh yeah, so it's a huge bargain. Von Miller this year, with the salary cap continuing to go up with all this TV money coming in. You're gonna look smart in a couple years yeah. anyway because it'll be a bargain two years from now. Yeah. So again, I, I I don't understand that negotiating. Like really and truly, all you're doing is you know creating a situation where there's a potential for a rift between the player and the team. You 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 set up a situation where the guy might stay away from all yeah. all season activities, as I believe Von Miller did because they won't sign uh, the franchise tag. And, 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 and for what? For what? When you all you're gonna cave on the fifteenth anyway? Yeah. I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Maybe not for Justin Tucker. <laughs> if you're a kicker, maybe that's you know <laughs> not the most uh, well advised thing to to be making statements <laughs> and stuff. But if you're Von Fucking Miller and you're coming off the Super Bowl MVP season, pay the man. Just pay him. Yeah. Cut the bullshit and pay him. And this. As soon as Brock Osweiler was gone, you might as well go ahead and throw him back up the Brinks truck to Von Miller. And the funny thing about it is all the reports from last night were saying this, too. This is exactly what Von Miller was asking for in the first place. Yeah. Like, this isn't like somewhere they're meeting in the middle. Well, this is what Von Miller asked for, so they finally did it. The day before the deadline. And I just, you know, like I said, even if Von Miller signs this deal, 
I just don't get that as a negotiating for it. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No, and then this is really, I think this is sort of will be the fundamental weakness of the Broncos. And I think, too, even why I sort of go back to like looking ahead to this season, I don't, you know, they still, assuming even that they sign Von Miller, I still think that, you know, it's not a, the same championship caliber team that it was last year. And, and, and because of the, and a lot of it is because of Elway's weird contract shit this offseason. Just, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I cannot uh, figure it out. It, it's it's just it just seems like an ego thing. It, it seems it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with actual business or football. Yeah, at all. It seems like personal. Like he wants guys to take yeah, uh, you know, a pay cut. Uh, well, take less than than what they could get on the open market for. The good of the team. Yeah. When, when the team won't give a shit if you get hurt and all of a sudden can't perform in two or three years. Yeah, They're going to exactly. kick your ass out of there. You can't do that. I mean, you know, and you talk about um, Derek Wolf, for instance. People bring him up. Well, he took a below, uh, below market deal. Man, Derek Wolf, after all his uh, medical situation, look, it, 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 there was no fault of his, right? He, he was sick. Yeah. He had some issues. But he was close to getting out of, being out of the fucking league. Yeah. Right. So here's a guy who there was no actual guarantees that he was going to get big money in free agency. We've all seen guys hit the market and they've had some injury issues or they had some stuff in their past. And all of a sudden they, they didn't get paid the way we thought they would. Michael Bennett comes to mind. Yeah. So don't tell me how much he turned down. You don't know how much that guy was going to get. And really and truly, it says a lot about the Broncos that they were willing to give him that money in the middle of the season before he'd actually even finished the season. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of on faith. So, yeah, he had a lot of reasons to, to, to take maybe a below market deal, mostly because there, it was no sure thing that he was going to get this big contract that people were saying. He yeah. Was. So, you know, you can't use his situation and compare it to Von Miller's. He didn't get two fucking sacks in the Super Bowl and still the win. Yeah, he, he, as good as he can be, he's only you know he's only going to make a, a, a small impact on the game most games. Yeah. Whereas Von Miller is always whether it's a positive or negative impact most games. If Von Miller plays well, is going to be and it, and it's productive is going to be one of the deciding factors on if they win that week or not. Yeah. So a guy who's that important to your team, it's your team's success, you got to pay him, man. You yeah. just got to pay him. You don't have any reason not to. If they still had the $20 million quarterback, you know, maybe you reconsider it. Yeah. But the fact, like you said, the fact that they're going with basically peanuts invested in, in the quarterback position right now yeah, means you got all the money in the world to spend and you know the cap's going to keep going up. Yep. Nothing says that the cap is not going to keep going, especially, again, this is based on TV money. This yeah. ain't something that's going to fluctuate a lot over the, whatever, the next five years of the TV contract. It should have set in stone. Yeah. So you, you, you got know it's five years of guaranteed cap increases. Right. right. So, I, again, <laughs> I don't run a team, never claim to be a GM. <laughs> this shit just kind of boggles my mind. Pay the man. <laughs> Pay the man, get it over with, and we don't even have this drama of what, who's leaking what the day before the deadline. 
I, oh, the most curious league after that 70 million one came out, I, I looked like it was like, f- I think it was like 4.30 in the morning or something ridiculous like that. But it was from Schefter. It was about that. And then he included that line about that's 26 million more dollars than John Elway made in his entire 16 year career. And my first thought was, it was, well, besides that, holy shit, did Rovell type that for him? My second thought was, that's completely without context. And you kind of wonder if that maybe was another tip of the hand as to where that infor- that leak came from. You know what I mean? Because that's sort of the mentality that Elway's been bringing to all these contract negotiations. And you've heard little bits and pieces of that kind of leak out in the media. So you can kind of start to piece it together. It's just like it's that... I didn't. I was a superstar quarterback. I didn't make that much money in my day. And it's like, well, Elway played in the '80s and early '90s right. <laughs> when there was no free agency. It's a stupid fucking comparison. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. Right. If you bring that shit up, it, it is nothing but stupid. I, I don't even know why Chester even added that shit on his tweet. What 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 fucking difference does that make? Yeah, exactly. Like literally. That could be the case for anybody. Nobody said that shit when Andrew Luck got got uh, uh, paid. And, and again, taking nothing away from Andrew Luck's potential, but Andrew Luck was fucking terrible last year. Yeah. And nobody, not a single person brought up, you know, who made less money than him over the course of their career <laughs> in yeah. the fucking 80s. Yeah. So what, what I, it just, it's stuff like that that's like, again, these are the things that are, they're only out there for one reason, to my, to, in my opinion. Yeah. To feed into the bullshit of fans who think, you know, who, who, who always side with team owners. Yeah. Right? The only reason why you put that bullshit out there is so some dumbass in a fucking barbershop can repeat it if Von Miller doesn't take the deal. Yeah. Well, he made 25 million more than, than, than Elway made his whole career. Yep. Who gives a shit? You probably making a lot more than a guy doing your fucking job. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe not with wage stagnation, but that's a whole nother other conversation. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, shit changes. And we know that the guy's making a lot more. When I made the minimum, it was like a, a hundred-some thousand dollars, which was great. But guys, the minimum now is like triple that. Yeah. I'm not sitting around here like, I can't believe guys make. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Of course they are. That's that's the economics of football. Yep. And so, you know, on the one hand, you have guys bemoaning the NFLPA one week because the NBA guys are getting these big contracts. People ought to be mad at D. Smith because look at these NBA contracts. And the next week they're like, oh, man, I can't believe he makes he's getting offered $25 million more than Elway yeah. made his whole career. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. But people do it. Every single time, again, when it looks like a guy might turn down a contract, this shit only comes up when it's a guy that might say no. Yeah. Because it's giving fodder to the unwashed masses out there so they can go in their barbershop and say dumb shit and repeat it like it's smart. Well, Adam Schefter said, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's that whole narrative about it's just. 
and it gets into that. I mean, you go back to 2011 with the CBA st- in the in the lockout and just the, all the shit that people were so pissed off at the players about. It's like, do you not realize how much the owners make? Do you not realize how much the Denver Broncos are worth as a team <laughs> and a business? It well, they pales in comparison to Von Miller's contract. Von Miller listen, couldn't even buy one-tenth of that team. Listen, they don't know because the owners won't open the fucking yeah, exactly. book. And, exactly. And, and, and listen... When people when they're fighting that hard not to open the books, and then on the other hand, they're gonna cry poor in a few years when when the CBA comes back yeah. up. You know the jig is up, but for a lot of people, they just never think about it that way. Yeah. Well, the owners say they're not making money. Yeah. You dumbass! That, it, you think they're so smart that they got enough money to buy a fucking NFL team these days, which is going for like a half a billion or more. But they're so dumb that they're gonna stay into this industry and lose money. Yeah. Come the fuck on, man. Exactly. Are you serious? But so many people really do believe that. That's why, they, you know, they tend to side with the owners inexplicably in labor disputes. Yeah. But again, it, it's like they want to have it both ways. On the one hand, you say NFL players should be mad because their union hasn't negotiated fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah. The next week you're saying Von Miller should just be happy somebody offer him X amount of dollars more than Elway made 20 yeah. fucking years ago, 30 years ago at this point. Yeah. So it, it's just amazing, man. Some of the, the the mental gymnastics and pretzels people will put themselves into just to kind of, you know, bash a player who wants more money. It is. It too. And like, I always feel like saying like when you see Broncos fans or anybody getting pissed off about Vom, it's like, did you enjoy, did you enjoy it when your team won the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's great. It was a lot of fun. I bet it was, huh? Do you think that would have happened if Von Miller weren't on your team last year? Because there's just no way in hell. Absolutely not. Like, absolutely you want a winning not. team, you got to pay your players. Nine I mean, there's a lot out more of to ten, it, but. Nine out of ten fans couldn't even tell you who Von Miller's backup is. Yeah. I hope they can't. It, 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 but they, you know, again, they don't think shit through that way. They just like, well, he ought to take it. He can't. He can't possibly turn down. Yeah, yeah, he can. <laughs> yes, he. If he thinks he's worth more than that, and the market shows he's worth more than that, he absolutely can yeah. say no. And what you gonna do about it? Yeah, nothing. Exactly. It's so funny that you know how protective the owners and the league are of those books that the that the Tom Benson lawsuit against his kids his kids was going on and on and on. And as soon as the judge said it was okay to open those books and make them part of the public record for the court record, rather for the discovery phase, they settled real fucking quick. So fast. I mean, you could hear them run down to the courthouse to sign (laughs) that freaking deal and settle with their kids. And they'd been willing to fight this out in court for the last two years. Right, but it wasn't until because they were confident that they were going to keep those records private. Yeah, as soon as that shit came, now nah, you're going to have to actually open up the NFL book. Oh hell no! Oh, we're going to settle then. We changed so, our so, mind. <laughs> so now you got Benson madder than a motherfucker. <laughs> he is, but he, but they're going to get to keep their, their ownership stake. I mean, yeah. it's, it, I mean seriously. People fight at funerals and stuff over stuff like this. Oh, man, but it's awful. he willingly said, okay, I, I give, all because he didn't want, want to open up the NFL books. Yeah. Like, it, it, that, that tells you 
just how powerful whatever is in those books would be if they ever became public. Exactly. Exactly. It's a it's a, it's a, it's an interesting situation, and I you know the Von Miller contract with this is really the most. I can't remember a more contentious negotiation. Maybe since maybe Vincent Jackson, and maybe more recently when he was with the Chargers back in like 2010, and they had that kind of year long battle, and he actually ended up sitting out about eight games that season or more over the franchise tag thing. But it's really that's really sort of unusual to see this level of it with Von Miller, at least in public like this. And especially because, look, there's no argument that he isn't a fantastic player. There's no argument that he isn't, you know, a guy who has earned his keep and made this money and is still getting better. Mm-hmm. Like there's literally no argument about against him getting paid. You know, some sometimes with the franchise tag, it's a guy that maybe is top, you know, 10 mm-hmm. or something like that. But isn't necessarily at the top of his game. Definitely isn't coming off a Super Bowl MVP season, that kind of thing. Which, again, let, let's not lose track of the fact that defensive players being the, 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 NFL, the MVP of the Super Bowl is relatively rare. Mm-hmm. It goes to the quarterback. So he's in an in a elite group that's even more elite of Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. And top of his game, in his prime, and it's still like, yeah, but I don't know. You know <laughs> they're always like, I don't really know just how much we want to keep you around. I don't know. I, I, for, I can get a pass rusher anywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, you are right. I don't know. It's kind of funny to see that. And then you look over and like, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that the Chiefs and Eric Berry haven't got a deal done yet. But I kind of get the sense that they might get one done by the end of the day today. The Chiefs had a similar situation. Was it with Justin Houston last year? I can't remember who it was. But just sort of there was nothing going on, nothing going on, nothing going on. And then like, you know, of course – Three o'clock on Friday afternoon, boom, it's done. Well, with that situation, I, I think first of all, uh, Eric Berry was you know on those last uh, rookie contracts where yeah. you made so much money. He was like what the number four pick or something like the number five pick. So yeah. he's made a lot of money already, right? Yeah. Second of all. The position is so. I think when he signed his contract um, as a rookie, he became the highest paid safety in the league. Mm-hmm. I do believe as a rookie. So you know that says a couple of things. One of them is safeties normally don't get paid all that much. Yeah, right. You had the situation uh, last year uh, with, with the uh, Cam Chancellor trying to sit out so he can get a better deal. Yeah, and I think he was already like the number one and number two highest paid, strong safety in the league. So part of that is that position itself is probably underpaid, even at the top. And and part of it too is, you know, I'm sure the Chiefs are like, well, we got to pay all these people. Um, Alex Smith isn't necessarily, you know, the big money, huge money quarterback, but he's making a good deal of money. Yeah. And they did just pay Justin Houston. So they have a little bit more juggling to do to try to keep that team intact and that team, you know, 
kind of, you know, they went on a hell of a streak last year, and Eric Berry was pretty much the catalyst for it, or one of the big catalysts for it, because when he started playing better and like we're norm- used to him playing, yeah, is when they started, you know, coming on strong, and they made the playoffs, but they barely made the playoffs, and then, you know, they lose uh, right away. So, you know, it, it's kind of a different situation. He doesn't really have nearly as much leverage uh, as Von Miller but you just would think that a guy who's played so well for them, first of all, yeah, and has done so well in the community for them, and then just been an inspiration with this fight against cancer and coming back, mm-hmm. and like I said, being that catalyst for them for that playoff run last year, yeah, just kind of would have thought this wouldn't have been a contentious uh, negotiation at all. Yeah, but I'm not sure, man. This might be one of those situations where a team just bites the bullet because, like, once again, you know, you, you average out the top three or, or five thousand, whatever they're doing for the franchise tag now for a safety, and it's not really breaking the bank. No, right? So uh, they might be able to bite the bullet and, and just keep them on 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 the franchise tag um, because, again, they they do. Have, I'm sure they have legitimate concerns with him having already had lymphoma. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, it, it sucks, but that is that's a legit concern. Yeah, and um, safeties just aren't valued that way uh, in the NFL. Yeah, so it, uh, it, it sucks, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if they just keep him on that deal. Yeah, I, you know, of course, giving them the long term deal. That's the thing about it: giving these guys long term deals actually creates creates cap space usually yeah it really does <laughs> so um you know if, if that's uh, that can't really be a concern here i don't think because they would actually help themselves if they gave them a long term long term deal but i just you know i'm not sure um that with, with all those factors involved that the chiefs are going to commit to him long term this year you know, maybe they will next year, or maybe they will during the middle of the season, or what have you. Yeah. Uh, after he plays on the deal this year, but um, I just think, you know, just again, of course, a lot of these things do come down to the to the deadline. But I just think with 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 what he's meant to that team and that city and the community and his inspiration, I'd have thought this would have been done by now if yeah. they were gonna. I, I really do. And so I just don't think, like, even Eric Berry himself said uh, he was just surprised at how slow the process has been mm-hmm. from the team. Like, they haven't really been talking much at all. Yeah. And so with Yvonne Miller, at least we knew, like, a week ago or so, people started reporting that they started talking again. I haven't really seen those kind of reports out about Eric Berry and the Chiefs. So that's a guy who I could definitely see this day coming and going. He still just have to play out the franchise yeah. tag. Because of his situation and because, again, their team does have the high-priced quarterback, just paid the high-priced uh, pass rush the last year. And so you're kind of juggling the economics right now. Yeah. Well, and, and too, I just noticed that they also have another kind of a big free agent concern for after this, for next for 2017, and that's Don Terry Poe. His contract is up after this year. And he's on – because he's on the fifth-year option from his rookie deal. And that's obviously – I mean, he's just like 25. So that's obviously a guy that they have to kind of think about in the plans for the future, too. Yeah, and, and that's going to be a tricky negotiation because he's a nose tackle, 
but I don't think that they make a distinction on that when it comes to the franchise. No, tag. no. You would be lumped in with like the big money pass rushing uh, three techniques and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and again, he's not just a nose tackle, though. He's one of those rare nose tackles who makes a hell of a lot more impact than just playing the run. Yeah. So that, like I said, that's going to definitely be a very tricky negotiation, in my opinion, because I'm sure uh, he's going to feel like he deserves pass rush of money, even though that's not necessarily what they, you know, uh, need him for primarily. Mm-hmm. He does give them some pass rush ability, though, and he does a hell of a lot more than just play the run on, you know, yeah. one or two downs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a, he's just sort of he's the exception that sort of proves the rule with the nose tackle position. I mean, because what he he does so much more than just stuff the stuff the run like that. Um, okay, here's, here's the other franchise tag one I guess I think is a little confusing to me, and it sounds like the Bears are not going to sign Alshon Jeffrey to a long-term deal. Now, Alshon Jeffrey has also said he wants to be paid like a number one receiver. Imagine that, a number one receiver wants to be paid like a number one receiver in the NFL. But the Bears uh, don't seem to be willing to do that right now. And maybe that'll change by 3 o'clock this afternoon, but we'll, uh, as of right now, I would not bet on a deal between those two getting done. Which seems strange well, to me. It does, and it kind of doesn't. I, I mean, there's I injury think, concerns, I guess. Right. That, that would be my concern with Alshon, if I'm the team. Yeah. Uh, because the, it, don't, he has been hurt a little bit as a pro. And especially, you know, last year was supposed to be his breakout year, kind of. They, they they sent away Brandon Marshall, sent him to the Jets or what have you. And so he was going to be the unquestioned uh, number one wide receiver, and then he got banged up again and, and didn't necessarily have the kind of year um, that everybody expected him to. But, yeah. but the, the thing of it is, is, is that he is, when he's healthy, he is a problem. Right. Yeah. He's tall. He's faster than a lot of people thought he was when he when he came out of college. But he's incredible at tracking the football. He, he can he can get up there and catch it, the, the, the jump ball. He, he can catch all the different routes. But it, it, it's that hand eye coordination It's that being able to make those tough catches mm-hmm. that makes him, you know, such a threat. Yeah. So when he's healthy, it's like. You have to account for him. Yeah. He is definitely a franchise-type player when he's healthy. But, again, you know, uh, his first season, he missed six games. Yeah. Last year, he missed, I think, seven games. Right, seven games or so. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, in between there, you know, 2013 and 2014, he had 2,000-yard seasons. 2013 – 13 he actually had 1,400 yards, over 1,400 yards receiving. Yeah. Um, and then in 2014, he had the 10 touchdowns. He, helped, so, he got Josh McCown paid with his 2013 well, season. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> and so, but he shows you what he can do when he's healthy. Yeah. He just hasn't been, for half of the seasons, he's been, he's been in the league for four years. For two of those four years, for half those, those years, he's missed – Six six games and seven games. Yeah. So he's got two great years, really good years, and then two years where he didn't play. 
Yeah. So he again, they have legitimate concerns. Um, and uh, we'll see. Yeah. I, I think I don't think he's going to get a break the bank type of deal if a deal gets done today. I think this will be one of those situations where he might have to cave a little bit more t- than the team this time. Yeah. And then a deal get done. Um, but I don't see him getting one of these blockbuster deals, kind of like, you know, those, those are those receiver deals that kind of came in late last, yeah. last year. Uh, you know, Was it and all Green those last year, I think. And, and Julio, too. Wasn't it Julio? Yeah. I know a bunch kind of came in right at the last minute. I don't see him making that kind of money necessarily, even though it's a year later. Well, and that's what um, they did to Julio, too. They kind of – they – I mean, he didn't get as much as he could have because of his injury history, too. I think he's going to get less than Julio regardless. Well, so, yeah. If he takes a deal. Yeah. Now, he might – he might bet on himself. You know, this might actually be a situation where it would be good for both t- the team and the player for him to play out the franchise uh, deal because you always want that security of a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if Alshon accepts a deal this year, I think it's going to be below his market value for when he's healthy. Yeah. If he can stay healthy this season on the franchise tag, and ball out like he did in, in, in 13 and 14, then, you know, either the team is going to have to give him that long-term deal now, or mm-hmm. he's going to get it somewhere else. They're not going to tag him again. Yeah. So this may be one of, one of those situations where if you're Alshon, you don't want to get locked into a long-term contract where you're going to get really underpaid. Yeah. And, and to the team, you don't want to get locked into a contract where you're going to severely overpay a guy who can't stay healthy. Yeah. So this might be a situation where it behooves both sides to just play it out. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I See, I guess when we were the, there was the weird, the Justin Tucker weirdness last night. <laughs> 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 the Ravens kicker on the tag said that if negotiations, he was, who was it he was making less than in there or the offer was less than – the offer wasn't going to make him the highest paid kicker and he said there was no way he was coming back for 2017 if they didn't get the de- – if he didn't get the deal he wanted out of that. Right. I mean, listen, <laughs> I guess he's been emboldened by the Bucks moving up to select a <laughs> kicker in the round, whatever. But, dude, you got to chill out, man. I mean, seriously, you're a kicker. You're a kicker. Look, I – you need a kicker, but but you just don't see many kickers on long term deals. You, you don't see many kickers break uh, breaking the bank. Most kickers live year to year in the NFL. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> it's just it, it, look. I can't even express it clearly. Like how funny that is to me. Like what kind of threat is it? Really? Oh, well, I won't reach with you next year if you don't. You know, really? You might not even make it through this season. <laughs> Kickers get cut in the middle of the season all the time. Oh, yeah. And so, like, seriously, that's your best threat? Well, I'm not going to resign the year after this. Man, it's going to be like 100 kickers at, at, at the Raven Stadium the day after the season. To try to replace you anyway, probably. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I'm not really sure that that's going to have the effect that you thought it would. Threaten, well, I'm not going to resign if they don't open this off. Come on, dude. Seriously? I understand that you're pissed off. Look, everybody wants to get paid. It's just that that sounds like much less uh, uh, something a team would be fearing than if it was, say, Von Miller saying it. Yeah. Right? It just, you know, Alshon and Jeffrey, well, I'm not going to. You know, maybe that will put more pressure on the Bears. I don't really think the Ravens lost any sleep last night after that came out. <laughs> no, that was that was pretty. It was pretty good. It was the. It, it's summer's always a good time for kicker news at the NFL. So that we we were not disappointed with that. Um, the other franchise, Tremaine Johnson, the cornerback for the Rams, um, doesn't sound like they're going to get a deal done either. And I think that's probably. Similar to the Kirk Cousins things, which we talked about before, probably good on both parties because Johnson had really sort of like an outstanding season last year. Hasn't played a full season the last two years. Last year was because of a suspension. But um, he had seven interceptions last season, which is a huge number of interceptions. And and really good quarterback, good enough that they felt like the Rams felt like they could let Janoris Jenkins leave. But not going to get a long-term deal. Going to let him play it out on the franchise tag this year. And like I say, similar to Kirk Cousins, I think that makes some sense given he's just had one really outstanding season and three promising seasons before that. Right. Um, That was a move they had to kind of make just to keep one of their cornerbacks. They knew they were going to lose one. Yeah. And and they ended up picking him over um, the other kid, uh, Janoris Jenkins. Um, and, 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 and like you said, it, I don't think there's going to be any movement from either side on it. That just goes back to the whole Alshon, same type of situation. He can get paid much more. He knows the cap's going to go up again next year. So he's going to get, he's going to be able to put himself in a position to make a lot more money next year, even though he won't have necessarily the security of a long-term deal. He also won't have to take a below market value long-term deal either yeah and the, the rams you know get to you know keep a, a very good cornerback around for another year and, and see if he can stay healthy again yeah so um, it makes sense on both sides sometimes the franchise tag does make sense yeah right? you hate to, to say that because again 100 percent, it stagnates it it, it it kind of uh puts a a uh limit on on the top wages which depresses the rest of the wages as well yeah usually but it, for for some situations it makes sense for both sides and yeah. so um i i think that this will one way or another it'll work out fine for either side either uh tremaine johnson will go out there and have a hell of a year again and get paid mm-hmm. or he'll get hurt again and then they'll let him walk yeah yeah, it's a it's good. And I like the Cousins thing. I mean, you know, you know, he's waiting from his perspective. I mean, he could sign a deal now, maybe for like. I mean, I, this hasn't been reported or anything. I'm just sort of speculating. But you know, it could be the difference between 17 million a year and 24 million a year. You know, it's a big, it's a big difference. Oh, it's huge! It's huge, especially for a quarterback uh-huh. or a cornerback like that too. I mean, you know, what shutdown corners get paid in the NFL is is right up there with you know with any of the other premium positions. Look, if he can stay healthy and play the way he played last year, he's going to get a lot of money yeah. next season, whether it's from the Rams or somebody else. So 
Um, it's just one of those things he got to he has to prove himself again. Uh, so uh, you know, <laughs> Kirk Cousins um, is betting on himself. I, I don't know that that's the right tack to take for him, but he's got <laughs> he's got a lot. Like I said, it's set up for him to make a lot of money. He's got yeah. all this talent around him. Good offensive line, decent running game. Second year, the third year in the system. Um, so yeah, I, I can I can understand it. I, I don't necessarily know if I would turn down seventeen million a year or whatever it is they're offering. No. If I was in his situation, knowing my own limitations. But hey, you know, like you said, it's a it's a huge deal because if he plays it out and, and plays well this year, and they go to the playoffs and, and, and maybe make it deeper to the playoffs. There's no telling what he might make because he'll be a the poster child for all of Washington. Yeah. If he has that kind of season this year, if he has a full season like he had the second half of last year, they will they will put a statue in front of the stadium for him. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and then the only other the only other franchise tag situation out there, and this is maybe the most confusing one of all, and we've talked about this before, is the Mo Wilkerson situation with the Jets. Doesn't sound like it's going to happen. Um, in the last I heard, the only thing I've heard since we last talked about a couple weeks ago was that Bart Scott said that Wilkerson will will be playing somewhere else if the Jets and him don't get a long-term deal, which, yeah, is kind of a, to stating the obvious. But Right. I mean, that pretty much is what we're moving towards. I yeah. think. I think that when Mo Wilkinson basically said that it seems like the Jets don't want him, he was 100% spot on. If they did, they'd have paid him by now. Yeah. You talk about proving yourself. He's done everything you can ask a five technique to do, even though he doesn't get the headlines of, of a J.J. Watt. And, and he's not necessarily the same exact kind of player. He's done everything you can ask him to do to prove his worth to their team. Yeah. And they're still like, ah, oh, we're good on that. <laughs> and, and again, they, they just drafted uh, um, Williams. What was that? Leonard Williams last year. Yeah. Maybe they think they'll just move him over to that spot uh, once they let him go. But I, I think it's pretty clear that if the Jets had long term plans for him staying there, he he'd already have signed a deal by now. It just yeah. it would have made a lot of sense to sign him last year, not this year, but last year yeah. anyway. He didn't do it then either, so... Well, and that's what I keep coming back to. It's like, you're willing to commit $15 million. I mean, it's not like he's... I mean, I know he's had some injuries in the past, but he's coming off a 12-sack season last year. <laughs> I mean, his best season in the NFL so far, and he's only 26 years old. And if you're willing to pay him $15 million on a one-year deal, then, you know, why... And if you're not willing to sign him long-term beyond that, then why even tag him? You know what I mean? Why not just sort of... Unless you don't think Williams is ready to take over his spot, you know. Right. I, I think that's what it is. They're just trying to give Williams one more year. That, yeah. That's what it seems like in a me. But they don't have the big name, big, big, uh, high dollar quarterback either. I mean, Fitz is no. asking for a lot of money, but so far they they haven't given it to him. So again, I, I can't think of a other another reason why they haven't paid him yet, other than he's not in their long term plan. Yeah, no, it, it's it's thinking about it all now. It's it's sort of hard to believe the Jets won ten games last season. I think that they're not headed in that same direction this year. And the Wilkerson thing, sort of, it wouldn't. It's just sort of the Jets being the Jets. <laughs> it seems like it. And 
that's uh, that's the latest on the franchise deck. I, I just checked Twitter. I, we, um, I know as soon as we hang up, there'll probably be a deal that gets done. You know what? Happens every time. Every <laughs> damn time. But I, I think we covered it. If anybody does, and then next week we can come back and we can uh, we can take a closer look at the deals that the, that did get signed or didn't get signed. Sounds good to me. All right, man. Well, with that, let's uh, let's go and enjoy the uh, Friday afternoon NFL news dump, a tradition unlike no other. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>